listening to the Zenial Dadcast. Hey everybody, this is Mo. On today's episode, we're going to catch up with Devin. I'm going to ask him what it's like to be an uncle uh, since our last trip. Now we're back in Bolivia, but this has been the longest time he's actually spent with my son. So uh, stick around for that. We're also going to dive a little bit deep into the 90s show compared to the 70s show and talk a little bit about what what that difference is in TV today. And our band to dig out is your local dance hall. This is a band husband and wife duo that popped up during the pandemic. This is what I call coming of age music and it's just feel good music. So I hope you enjoy it. Stick around for that. Let's get started. All right, so uh, I'm here with my little brother, Devin. It's been a while since I've had you on this show, but I've been living under the same roof with you for the last last uh, 90 days. So how you doing, man? It's been a week. Pretty good so far. Well, I, I kind of, I'm kind of lying to myself right there. Uh, it's been slow. I don't know. Been, been all right. <laughs> it's been boring lately. So I want to catch people up, right? I, uh, I, I spent... I flew down there, I should say I flew up there, I flew up to Boston uh, at the end of November, and I ended up staying till the end of February. So a good, a good three months that me and Benny were uh, living with you guys. So that's probably the first time in a long time that you've had that many people around you all the time. Uh, yeah, especially um, with the kid, it's just been like nothing but chaos from what I remember. <laughs> and, and it was also a hectic time because... During that time in January, we ended up moving houses. So we moved from one house to another house pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was, a, it was a relatively stressful time. So what I wanted to do, the I wanted to ask you, since it was 90 days, it was the longest time that you were around Benny. Mm-hmm. It's the longest period of time that you've actually been around the kid, right? And good or bad, there's no wrong answer here. But how did you feel? How did you feel being an uncle? How did you feel having that? that, you know, to come home to every night and having that around you? Honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it feels weird, but also like you don't really do much as an uncle. So about just being around it, it's just <laughs> like, I don't know. just, I really, it's just hard to describe it. I just don't want, I don't want to use the word annoying, but. No, it's fine. It's fine. Use the word annoying if that's what if that's what it was. Right? Yeah, I mean that's just what I have in my head, but I don't want to use that word. Yeah, it was an experience for sure. Why? It definitely it definitely made me feel yeah. like I had more responsibilities on the table for some reason, and things to look out for. Really? That's all I have been. That's that's all I've been having in my head for the past couple of months when you guys were here visiting. Right. I don't know. I just. That's something like I did not want to like overthink it, but it just gets to me, and it's just been it's been like killing me. I don't know why. It's like I need to go watch some Full House episodes to see how <laughs> Jesse does it or Joey does it. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It's I feel like these are better resources <laughs> instead of reading a book where like they tell you how to be an uncle, how to do this. I, I don't know. <laughs> All I've been thinking is just like, see, what would Uncle Jesse do? <laughs> That's it. 
That's not the worst question to ask, you know? I think I think <laughs> that's, that's a decent point of reference. Like, well, Uncle Jesse, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, but yeah. Well, you know, it was nice for me. It was nice for me because when when we're down here, uh, usually it's just me and him. So there aren't other people and there aren't other males, there aren't other people around him until we go to school or what have right, you. Right. So it was nice for me to see Benny interact with other people in my family. So I really appreciated it. And every time you would play around with them, every time you would goof around with them, I really appreciate it. So it was a nice thing uh, to to experience. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I know I've like I've had my moments with him, like where he's playing around, and I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll play for a little bit. I mean, that's something I, I'm okay about. It's like, but it's like playing with him for like an hour. I'm like, damn, this kid needs another kid with him to play. Like, <laughs> yeah, damn, yeah. Like, it's a lot of energy. It's taking all my energy out of me, and I'm just like. Damn it. <laughs> I'm pissed off. I'm like Red Foreman. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of energy. Yeah. He's uh he's sick. He just turned six and he has a lot of energy, but he's also communicating really well. And he's, he's just super curious about everything. And so if it was like, if it was like a helper, like around the cars, like, you know, I think I'll be okay with that. But this kid just like storing things around, roll over. I don't know. <laughs> well, it sounds to me like you're kind of missing us. It sounds to me like ever since we left, the, the house is all quiet. And oh, no, I've been hanging on. around for a little bit. So, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that I want I want action around. Like, I want to, like, do things for myself. Like, I want to, like, I don't know, get dirty. I just want to, like, do my thing and stuff. But uh, what's it called? No, yeah, I do, guys. I do miss you guys sometimes because it does get lonely here some, for sure. I mean, like, quiet. But so we're talking about suburban Marlboro, Massachusetts, uh, and we moved mm-hmm. to a house. Uh, and I think on the day we left, it's there was a snowstorm, and then it hasn't stopped snowing. When did you guys leave? You guys left Tuesday, right? So that morning we left on the. It was, it was Thursday. a Thursday. Was it snowing? It was. Remember fine. we woke up. Don't you remember we woke up and we had to clean out the car? Oh, yeah, it was snowing that day. Yeah. And we had to drive really slowly yeah. to the airport. Did your, surprisingly, your flight didn't get delayed, right? Or did it a little? Flights no? didn't get delayed. Well, actually, no, no, that's not true. So the flight didn't get delayed because of the snow. It got delayed for other reasons. Actually, yeah, let, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this story. So our flight was supposed to take off at 8.15 in the morning. And so we board at 7.15, 7.30. So we got onto the plane Uh at around 7.30. And around 8 o'clock, there's an announcement that someone's having a medical emergency and they're looking for a doctor. Already? So they, uh, yeah, like before the plane even took off. Jeez. So they find the doctor. They do what they got to do. To take care of the person, no, no, like nothing. It didn't seem like anything serious from where we were. Right. Uh, but then they tell us, then they tell us that they gotta they gotta wash the snow off the plane, and it's gonna take about twenty minutes, right? So by then we're already late on takeoff. It's already like eight twenty, and so they take the twenty minutes. Now it's close to nine o'clock, and they tell us that we're about to start getting ready for the takeoff. Everyone's gonna you know put their seatbelts on, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then. It's like another 15 minutes. The plane's like doing circles around the tarmac. Right. And they tell us that they're that we're just waiting for our turn. Because since we got delayed, we lost our turn for takeoff and we're waiting for a runway to get free. 
So we ended up taking off close to 10 a.m. So that means that from the time we boarded, 7.30 to around 10 a.m., it's about two and a half hours. And the flight is from Boston to uh, Panama, which is about a five-hour flight. So all together, we were on that plane for about seven plus hours. Oh, wow. So it was a really long flight. And because we got delayed on takeoff, by the time we got to Panama City, we were late for our next plane. Oh, wow. Okay. So wait, did you make it to that next plane that same day? No, man. We So when we got to Panama City, uh, we were 10 minutes late. And so when we got off, you know, uh, and this is why, this is why, um, you know, you just got to keep your cool in these situations because it's like yeah. you have no control over the situation. Like when the plane lands and, you know, it's like, whatever, man, it's just not going to happen. So when we got off, though, uh, the airline took care of us. And they said, we mm-hmm. don't have another plane for you today because they're all booked and there aren't, you know, we have another plane for you tomorrow. So we're going to put you on a, in a hotel for the night. So Benny and I got to spend the night on okay. a, in like a four-star okay. hotel. Yeah, that wasn't bad. So, you know, after a seven-hour flight, right, yeah. we were already exhausted. You know, Benny was hungry. Like, we were just – so he was like, that's fine. Like, that's even better, actually. You know, <laughs> that's 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 the better of the scenarios. No, yeah. I mean, as long as they give you a room that they're going to pay for, you know. Like, okay, exactly. Cool. So they paid for the room. They took us. They paid for the transport. They took us to the ho- – to the. I was going to say hospital. <laughs> they took us to the hotel. Uh, it was a really nice hotel. <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, Benny and I went to the mall. We went to eat something. We bought some clothes because Panama City is really hot. We didn't have, you know, um, shorts and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and then we had dinner, and then we went back to the hotel. We slept. Next morning, we were just on cloud nine. We were just, it was a lazy morning in. And our plane was at like 3.30 in the afternoon. So uh, we ended up getting to La Paz on Saturday morning, like 2 in the morning. Oh, wow. So all in all, it took about two days for us to get back, but it ended up being better. And then on the way back, so from Panama, we went to Bogota. That was a short flight, it's like a two-hour flight. Mm-hmm. So that was a quick flight. And then in Bogota, we were there for four hours, I want to say. Right. And so for that one, uh, the flight from Bogota to La Paz is another four or five hours of a flight. So I went up there and I said, hey, can I, can I upgrade the last flight to to first class uh, and they said yeah there were they just happened to be two seats available so i upgraded to first class and so for the last leg of the last leg of the trip me and benny were in first class seats and he lived he was just on cloud line he had his tablet he had everything that's good it was the easiest it was the easiest flight i could have ever done first class is so worth it on the last flight what is it like a huge difference first class than than the other flight that you were in yeah yeah because first class is the first couple of rows in the on the plane and yeah. the seats are like spacious or more comfortable. yeah they're super spacious and each seat has each seat has its own tablet screen wow i, I haven't had a lot of experiences in first class but i knew that it was going to be important because if um you know, we were getting into labaz really really like two in the morning uh-huh. And after five hours, like I knew Benny was gonna suffer, oh, so I was like, "Let me get first class." And dude, like the the seats are so comfortable. He passed out in the first fifty minutes of the flight. I like huh? I put on the movie for him. I put on his headphones, yeah. uh, and then he just, you know, I knocked gave him like out. some fruit, and then he knocked him out, man. Wow. And he didn't wake up until like he didn't wake up till about a half hour before we got to La Paz, and he was just so comfortable in his own seat, like I. I barely had to talk to him. <laughs> the whole flight was great. 
<laughs> so yeah, if I had if I had some advice, first class on the last leg of a long trip is totally worth it. You know, are the peanuts good or or is that because from what I heard on the planes, the peanuts are not the best or food is not the best. Yeah, so people need to understand that? that Devin Devin has never flown on an. Oh airplane. yeah, true. I've never been on a plane, you guys. I just want to make sure everyone's clear on that because it's like yeah. you're, you're asking me questions. This is new like for me. <laughs> like, like you're like I just unfroze you from from a nice from a nice uh, <laughs> like like no, a single man. Never got a like chance to get these experience. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I've kind of been on. Actually, no, that's a bullshit lie. <laughs> I wouldn't, it wouldn't count being on a plane if you were watching a movie and, and the scene of a plane. <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen that in a plane. <laughs> but you know, like, so, so you, you were, you were asking about peanuts, right? Let me tell you something. Peanuts yeah. is like an old, uh, like Hollywood but I've heard movie it in the thing. Movie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> And, and and sometimes they do offer you like little snacks of, of like peanuts or chocolates or whatever. Okay. But it's really just a snack. All right, Ben. Let's uh let's actually uh let's dive into let's dive into the band to dig out today. Oh yeah, for sure. So today's band to dig out is a band I bumped into just in my search of new music. And they're a band called Your Local Dance Hall. And this is a band that popped up in 2020 during the pandemic. Uh husband and wife. They were stuck in the quarantine and they just started making music and it's really cool music. It's what I would call, it's what I would call like coming of age music, like any, any movie that you would see that's a coming of age movie with teenagers, like uh, I'm thinking of like Garden State, but this is the kind of music you would see that like you could see, you could see a trailer and you would see that you would hear this kind of music play in the background. So what we're going to listen to is from their 20... 22 release so this was last year your local dance hall the tune is called cursive we're going to take a listen to it right now
So for anyone listening, uh, Devon's a big Full House oh, yeah, fan. Absolutely, he, he loves. Don't sports. get me started on Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> family oh, Matters boy. is one also. Oh man, Fam- Family Matters for my for in my opinion has the best theme song. Oh, I love the song so much. The piano all, is awesome. Of all, yeah, of all, of all like the '90s, '80s, '90s cheesy sitcoms. It, it's it's perfect, you know. I don't know, like I love that old generation, like the old styles. Comparing what shows look like nowadays, I mean, you don't really see any of these any of these shows anymore. You know what it is too is you don't see uh, that you're talking about like the laugh track, right? Like uh, with with like laughter in the crowd, live studio. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, for sure. I remember like back in the day, like they had live studio audience. I think I think it's a sign of the times. It's a sign of where we are because like it doesn't work now. If if you have if you have a new show that does that yeah. old format, it just looks outdated when you're looking when you're watching it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not so. It's just not the way we're used to watching TV anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it it just always looks like it's old. It's just because the technology has improved a lot. We have phones. We have a lot of portable devices where you can like stream now, and everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, I'll watch it at home. It'll be okay." I'll still laugh. Even like you know on on Netflix <laughs> uh, recently. On Netflix, they'll have they've done a lot of those sitcom stuff, like uh, like uh, the new the seventy the ninety show. The ninety show, yeah, I forgot about. It. I've only watched the first one, the first episode, like a couple of times. I don't know why. I don't I like. I like the other episodes, but just there's just there's just something along with the other episodes. It's just not as funny than the first one. And let me tell you something. It's uh, something's. Off. It just feels outdated, doesn't it? It just doesn't feel like. Did they perform a live studio audience yeah, on that yeah, one? Did. Yeah, they did. They brought it back. As yeah, they did. They actually. do. And they did. And Netflix has awesome. done a bunch of them too. Like he, Gabriel Iglesias. Fuller has, House. They did. I remember. Fuller House. They did. Fuller House. They did. Gabriel Iglesias has has yep. one. The Ranch. The Ashton Kutcher yep. one. Uh, there was one that. Um, yep. There's a bunch of them on Netflix, but they don't they don't feel they don't feel modern. They feel very old to me. It's like it's like the modern trying on, you know, the old set of clothes like back in the day, you know, like it fits, yeah. but it just doesn't feel right. I don't know. Yeah. But like that 90s show, it, it's it's yeah. the first episode is hilarious. But all the other ones, I just I don't know why I'm just not as enjoying like the like the first one. But it, but I've but I've just been going back and watching some old funny clips of the seventies. Yeah, it's like wow, they really it is they, they, it's just, there's a, there's a big difference. I just can't. I, I remember the the seventies show was the last show in my uh, when I was growing up where I felt like that was a water cooler show where all my friends was taught we were talking about it the day after. Like I remember it always aired on Thursdays. And so mm-hmm. I, I was in middle school, uh, maybe freshman in high school, so to 1999, 2000. And so I remember that there was a group of us every Friday yeah. at lunchtime. We would gather around and literally just regurgitate everything that we saw on the 70s show that the night before. It was like a ritual that went on for that one year. And so the 70s show has a really, really warm place in my heart. And so it's very difficult for me to watch the 90s show and respond to it the same way. Because all I want to see are the old characters. That's all I care about. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe we just because you and I like because we we know the seventy show and because we like the seventy show, maybe we're not the audience for it. Because it really, yeah. Hope hopefully there's a new audience out there, right? A younger audience that would be watching this the ninety show and having the same experience that we had when we first watched the seventy show. 
and it's that old argument of like 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 star yeah. wars phantom menace is not sure. a movie for 30 year old guys who love star wars it's a movie for like 10 year olds who are just getting to know star wars yeah so i i feel that way about the 90s show i don't think it's a bad show i haven't seen the whole season though like when you brought up like the Star Wars and the, I know like in the, that 70s show, they use a lot of like Star yeah. Wars in it because reference. Yeah, because it was around it was around the 70s, like the old like the, the like the first um, movies um, sure. that George Lucas did. And obviously it would have been a lot funnier, like how they would have an, an actor play a character who was a super fan of Star Wars who is like probably in his teens and grows up and throughout the season to his 20s and still be a fan. <laughs> it was hilarious in the 90s show that there's a daughter named Leia. <laughs> that's one thing I was like, okay, that's funny, Leia. I did not like that. I was like, of course I know whose daughter that's going to be. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Oh man, I was like, okay, great. I think it's gonna get better. I think now, but when a daughter comes in, I don't know. I the daughter, the daughter's acting is pretty cool, but it's just not there like how mm-hmm. how like the old characters did. You know, I don't know. I feel like they want to, they want to put more mm-hmm. like things to make it more funny, but I I feel like the producers studios don't want to go like cross the line where it's gonna, you know create a chaos on on social media where people are going to say they shouldn't have said that or i really i like the show but they really mm. shouldn't have said that i think that they're, playing, too they're far. playing the punches you know what i mean like kind of like yeah 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 i because mean, i because on the that 70 show they put they crossed the line so many times in that in the series you know and i feel like in the 90s show they are but just not as much i think you're tapping into something that's really true about tv today and it's uh so, so when the 70s show premiered in the 90s, it was on Fox. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Fox was sort of, yeah, really? Fox. Fox, uh, yeah, Fox. And so at that time, that was like the renegade bad boy network, right? Yeah. So Fox is where you had In Living Color, where, you know, the Wayne's Brothers and Jim mm-hmm. Carrey came from. Fox had Matt TV, Bobby Lee, and all the, all the comedy that I think you really love oh, comes wow, out of Fox, yeah. right? And that 70s show. And so... There was this period of time where you felt like if you wanted, oh, Married with Children. You remember that show? It rings a bell okay. in my head, but I don't think I if you, watched if you, if you, it. I think yeah. you'd recognize it if you watched it because I remember we, we used to watch it together uh, in reruns. But again, another show for, for Fox. There was also one of those shows that just pushed humor, pushed, pushed humor to the most uh, like inappropriate places. And so, right, right. and so the 70s show really followed that tradition. It was the first show where you really saw, excuse me. Where you really saw teenagers smoking pot all the time. That too, yeah. And, and it made yeah. and it made it like this thing where it was just like it's just what teenagers did. It put it front and center from the seventies. You know, you're watching it as a kid in the nineties. You're like, well, that's that's right. true, yeah. And that's no other thing, no other sure. sitcom was doing that kind of humor, that kind of stuff, right? And it certainly it certainly yeah. wouldn't have been the same thing if it were if it had been on like NBC or ABC. So I think that mm-hmm. the seventies show is what it is. Because of when it was produced and, and because of the whole climate at that time. Now we live in a very PC PC phase of culture. And so mm-hmm. T- TV is trying to be inclusive, sometimes to the point where it's just right in front of your face. And so there's this, this, this struggle in storytelling between how do, you, how do you tell stories that include everybody, that's diverse, that's culturally diverse, that's actually speaking to as many different people as possible. 
but also how do you make it yeah. super specific? Because it's very, you know, if you look at the 70s show, it's very specific. It's about the 70s experience of white teenagers in suburban America. Mm -hmm. It's very specific. They lived in suburban houses, suburban neighborhoods. They had nothing to do, no responsibilities. Their parents worked all day. They just smoked pot all the time. So it's a very specific premise. How do you do that in today's TV, but also have it be inclusive, diverse, speak to as many people as, as wide an audience as possible and not offend anybody? Right. And that's what sucks about TV right now is that it's really trying not to offend anybody. Yeah. But yeah, so so I think that's I think what you were mentioning before about how it's not that funny, like it's not as it's not as uh, the humor isn't that sharp. I think that's the word yeah. too because like risky, controversial, okay, maybe. It depends on who's it depends on who's going to who's going to listen to it, but I think sharp, like when it's mm -hmm. really specific and it's really pointing at like the joke is super specific to something, that's when it feels like it, you know, like it connects. All right, so before we sign off, uh, we are going to take a listen to another tune from your local dance hall. This one, hopefully, if you discover this, they're going to be there added to the Bands to Dig Out Volume 2. Find that link in the description of the show. You'll also find uh, a link to their Spotify page on the description of the show. So thanks a lot for listening. This is going to be Suburban Sing Along. Uh, I'm going to sign off. Devin, go ahead and sign off. All right. I'll see you guys later. Have a good night, everyone. All right, everybody. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. Peace.
Here's a quick reminder. Check out the show notes. Find and click the link to our Spotify Bands to Dig Out playlist. Please enjoy responsibly. Lastly, head on over to www.zenialdadcast.com to hear all past episodes and learn more.